Yasmin, you told me to get on TikTok. I was open to getting on TikTok. I went okay. on TikTok. America fucking came for me. Why are they Why? so racist? They came so racist. For me. And They're I'm like, so racist. you need, you guys need to listen to our episode on being mixed because they were like, it was exactly what we spoke about. All the white people going, um, you're black. All the black people going, you're white. And it's like, can you guys just talk and figure your shit out? Because I'm not here for it. Mm. What I don't like, understand is what are you then if you're not black or white? They just want to other you and they don't realise that it's their inherited colorism that they're putting on the rest of the world as well where in the uk we just kind of accept you know if you're mixed it's what it is what but what but why who's whose job is it to go around and decide what people are that's what i want to know internet warriors (laughs) internet fucking warriors and you know what i wish i could see them face to face because i'd knock them out bro all whole of tiktok I'm from South London. I'm not from South London. I'm from Yorkshire. I'm done. Can on. you not threaten people? We've we're seconds into this podcast, and you're already trying to fucking fight somebody. For the love of God, stab a bitch up! Stab, stab, stab! Shank, shank, shank! Sophie, we are trying to evade the stereotypes against black and brown people, and here you are stereotyping <laughs> us again. Can you stop? We're South London, Stabby K. That's my new name, Stabby K. And welcome to On Wednesdays, We Wear Black with me, Sophie K, Alex Holcomb and Yasmin Suman. That was so dramatic. Hi. <coughs> Sorry, I'm Have dying. you met me? We are dramatic. Oh my gosh. So Yasmin, you're sick as always. Um, sick as fuck. <laughs> you, you need some fucking greens in your life. I need some therapy. You need to eat some greens. I tell you, your immune system is like It's actually so paper. bad. It's so bad that like... It's not even just eating my greens. I have to take folic acid tablets because I don't eat enough greens. <laughs> wow. Why don't you just eat um, spinach or lettuce or something? Ew. Do I look like a virgin? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't, Why did you virgin, just make fun of virgins? Virgin, people will come for us again saying we hate virgins. and it's We don't weird. hate virgins. It's just a joke. It's just a joke. Um, this podcast, joking on this podcast, us making jokes. How dare we? <laughs> How We've dare never we? done that before. We're a serious podcast, man. Well, today we're getting real serious because Yasmin, it's yes. your turn to do I Googled. And that's yeah. the um, segment in the show where what we do basically is we, we, each one of us pick a topic. I've done mine. It was Tom DeLong. Um, Alex has still got to do hers. But this week Yasmin picked theirs and it was um, a topic that you searched for Google that you didn't know much about. And you did some internet research and you kind of bring us your findings. Your findings may make sense. They may not make sense. And people at home may want to add to them. So let's see. What did you decide to go for this week? I decided to Google satanic panic. Wow. Fucking trip. Let me tell you that. Okay. That's a big one to take on. Well, I like taking on big ones, so. Gross. Um, Okay, so... (laughs) What what, what? Oh, did you find? Hit us, like, start, start. So, I could be wrong about all of this. Please feel free to yell at me in our emails. Uh, we were black at gmail.com because I am stupid. But when I googled satanic panic, I found out... So, satanic panic was the moral panic and media frenzy concerning the rise of Satanism, satanic rituals, and satanic cults peaking in the early 80s and 90s. It was, there were so many organisations set up, so many laws that tried to get passed, so many allegations made. It was absolute hell. And I love it. 
It started, didn't it, though, um, earlier than that with um, people freaking out about the rise of bands like Black Sabbath. Like, that's when it started. Because everyone was, like, it was Christian. You go to church on a Sunday. That's kind of generally what people did in America and the UK. But bands like Black Sabbath. And then people had all these ideas that if you play a record backwards... Like, all this bad stuff happens. And it'd be like, it's a bit like, you know the way everyone tried to find lyrics in that Missy Elliott song? <laughs> but that, that's yes. what happens, though. <laughs> if you if you rewind um, Work It, I think it is by Missy Elliott, you know, it's that bit. If you rewind yeah. it, it's the first bit of the song. Yeah, and then, so people were like, that's obviously lyrics I just don't understand. No, it's just rewound, it's just backwards. And I think it's just noise. That's what happens in songs. Yeah, and I think that's what they did with, with bands like that, like played it backwards and said, oh, they obviously said this when you play it backwards. Do you know what it reminds me of? And this is something that I more understand, an analogy that I can understand better. Does anybody remember in like the early 2010s on YouTube when there was all these conspiracy theories? Like Beyonce did a triangle at her latest show. Is she part of the <laughs> Illuminati? Which was just conspiracy theorists who turned out to be like right-wing racist anti-semitic extremists making all these conspiracy theories on youtube and it was so weird but i was 11 and i was like maybe she is part of the illuminati whoa that's nuts like when i was 11 i was just digging in the garden because someone told me we could go to (laughs) australia that way (laughs) (laughs) someone said oh we gotta stop digging a hole it's only child shit right you i was lonely that people said oh you gotta stop digging a hole because you'll end up in australia like that's some weird dad joke i obviously took it verbatim and just thought I could dig a hole down and go for a holiday. That's really wholesome. I used to kill insects in my sand pit. So. Oh, yeah. man. Um, okay, yeah. so really we've wholesome. got a loner and a mass murderer. Great. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. how it starts. That's how it Fun starts. Fun fact, though. So, like, like you said, Satanic Panic was around before the 80s. It existed before the 80s, but it peaked at that time. Yeah, that's when it became like a, a thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a culmination of things, almost like a boiling point before mm. then. And then Christianity, an extreme Christianity overflowed where everybody just called everything Satanic. So before then, in the 60s and 70s, you had the Manson cult killings and a lot of people linked that to yes. Satanism because of the brutal nature of Manson and his extreme views as well. Like he wanted to start a race war so he yeah. oh that was a whole health skelter thing yeah i'm well into that obviously being the the nerdy serial killer but, um but yeah look into marilyn uh, oops look into marilyn <laughs> manson. Well, no charles manson. Um, look into <gasps> charles manson when you get time like that was pretty dark but yeah you also had things that came up before the 80s that inspired not inspired things that happened before the 80s that kind of contributed to satanic panic were in 1969 anton lavey said to be the founder of the church of satan which he didn't form satanism he just formed the church of satan which is kind of like a uh, uh, spring off of satanism or an, a, a wing of satanism offshoot uh, an offshoot of satanism a little a little corner in the back for satanism okay um he published the satanic bible which was heavily criticised by Christians, but also Satanists as well, because a lot of it was plagiarised. Nevertheless, um, I was reading a Vox article uh, about why Satanic Panic never really ended. Um, In that Vox article, it said that it became a seminal work of modern Satanism and the key text of the Church of Satan. It just freaked people out, because now they had a Bible for Satanists? Oh my God, what, what could happen next? And then in 1971 as well, gotta remember in the 70s there was all the serial killers sophie's favorite people on earth you got bundy Fav- no, 
maybe not favourite. <laughs> all, all you talk about is serial killers. I wouldn't like want to hang out with one. Like wake up and Ramirez is hiding in dinner my with bed. Donna. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god! No, I don't want that. Brunching with Bundy. Although there was a point, I'm not even gonna lie, where Ted Kaczynski, because I'm such an introvert. I was listening to Ted Kaczynski's manifesto and I was like, yeah, l- legit. I can get kind of behind this. It's just the bombing. So you like can relate. Of, of, so the bombing of people this thing that was not therapy. okay. <laughs> no, the bombing was not okay, but his manifesto at points kind of made sense. Alarming. Ted Kaczynski, okay. the Unabomber. Read his manifesto. Anyway, go on, carry on. Baby girl. We're going to gloss over the fact that you just agreed with a Unabomber. No, 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 no. No, I didn't agree with him. Just at points. He had a point. Have you ever seen those um, people on Tumblr who romanticise serial killers? They're like, oh my God, Dom is so cute in this picture. He's oh, just that's so gross. confused and quirky. Like, yeah, no, babe, no. he's a oh, serial can we, killer. Can we do an episode on, uh, on another time? Can we do an episode on people who fall in love with serial killers? Because I think that is fucked up like why would you want to write to a serial like that is so messed up anyway if anyone's listening that does that just sorry stop i feel so bad for saying this alex please don't leave the podcast oh, no. i feel like if any of us were going <laughs> to fall in love with a serial killer it would be you alex's face alex's face you know what you've got a valid point and- <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like he's just misunderstood yasmin yeah, he just killed our pet rabbit, but like he was in a but bad mood. I used I to kill to insects in my sand pit when I was eleven. All the signs are there. So oh my gosh! All you needed was a bit of head trauma, and then bang, done, literally. Yeah, you're done. Sorry. Please don't fall in love with a serial killer. I've not uh, got many okay. other options, but yeah, you carry on. This I'll is let actually, you know how it it's, goes. It's not a podcast anymore. This is an intervention. No, I'm I heard this um, theory, and I'm always really curious about it. So in the 70s, like serial killers were like there was a lot of them and it was very much in the news it must have been terrifying for people but a obviously they didn't have the dna resources and the scientific stuff to communicate between they didn't have computers to communicate between jurisdictions in the police force um and so it was harder to find serial killers but also i read something that it was all about um what was in the water at the time and lead and things like that and how it affects the brain and how it can shut down certain parts of the brain um, no. and i don't know if that's true but i read something about it and it was really interesting about how like everyone was suffering from low level lead poisoning in those days what and it what? made you mad and so it could tip people into that oh, that's level insane. i don't know if that's true but i just i heard about that but anyway so, so we're back in the 80s theories. yes so um right before the 80s you had all the serial killers like dharma bundy the zodiac killer um, they had a very twisted nature about them. Whether they were actual Satanists or not is another story, but Christians were automatically like evil people, Satanists. And then you also had the rise of horror movies and books like The Exorcist, which was published in 1971 and eventually became a movie. That was a cult classic. I love that movie, but it scared the shit out of Christians because it was about a demon inside a woman. and. Mm-hmm. They exercised her. Um, you also had the Jonestown mass murder, uh, suicide cult. It was like a, a yes. huge suicide cult where a bunch of people in town drank poison together because they were in this weird cult thing. And that was in 1978. You had the 1982 Tylenol murders and you had this like peak of stranger danger in the 80s. So that all together culmination of things caused this like huge panic of Satanism. And oh my God, anything that ever happens that's bad is because of Satan even though people are just batshit crazy. 
that's just the answer to it, a lot of it. <laughs> and I guess you also had the rise of metal and rock around that time mm-hmm. as well. And that is, yep. that's what we do, man. Uh, to be honest, I'm going to be honest with you here, right? This isn't me ragging on Gen Z's, even though I know I do that 24-7. Here um, we fucking go. I, I, what I feel sorry, I actually feel sorry for Gen Z because you haven't had the ability to experience what it was like to be alternative and to know that you were truly feared. Like, I feel like that's gone away more so in the, maybe the past 10 years. Like, having tattoos mm. was a fucking rebellious act. It's an aesthetic Whereas, now, isn't it? That's the thing. N- now Everyone you get advertising like jobs. Yeah. Like, if you can work in, it means you have a MacBook and can work from a coffee shop if you have tattoos. Whereas, <laughs> or you play, you're a footballer. Whereas before, it was like, if you have tattoos, you're probably a biker or a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Like, it was feared. And I kind of miss that because being part of rock terrified people dressing all in black and and it was empowering to people yeah. that had tattoos was walking around with yeah well scary jesus is it. a cunt t-shirt or like cannibal corpse like I've dead got that people t-shirt. being ripped apart jesus have is a you cunt. yeah yeah do you know what i found interesting though this will be for another episode um there was this cons- not conspiracy theory but a lot of people think and a lot of scientists think that gen z's are going to be the next generation of serial killers because of everything that's happened in the 2000s the height of terror attacks the uh economic crash uh rise in like suicides and mental health problems the narcissistic tendencies because of the way they act online yeah like online culture boosts egos and narcissistic tendencies and also it makes people feel really insecure like i would not be surprised if anybody my age was a serial killer because bro i want to kill myself but like i could understand why people would want to kill other people no wait that makes me sound crazy i want to redact that (laughs) i wonder if it'd be i think it'd probably be quite hard to become a serial killer these days with where science is at but but internet the internet is the problem because you can just find somebody on the dark web and go kill them and like not even like some black mirror yeah, like type traces shit now. and stuff like now do you think there's less serial killers now than what there was in the 80s because of cameras because of like sophie said they get science caught. tracing yeah like do you think i there's don't less? think they get caught i think they're smart now because you can like traffic people online you can like create software to ruin people's lives like black mirror i think in the next few years if you've ever watched that episode of black mirror which is a series on netflix that kind of creates dystopian ideas of what could happen in the future and there's an episode of black mirror where they have those little bees and they go and attack people who make mean tweets i think that's gonna happen in the next few years but that's another episode or or maybe they just kill black people because then no fucker cares (sighs) so if you didn't have to go there what it's true it's true Police don't give a shit. Anyway, okay. So we're in the 80s. Rock is on the rise. People are doing satanic shit. Back to the music side of things. You had metal and rock bursting in the 70s that caused this like flow of hair metal in the 80s. Bands like fucking Kiss, Motley Crue. It started with Black Sabbath in the 70s. And then hair metal just burst in the 80s it was great but it was i think chaos. it was the thrash metal that people found really offensive they found because that like scary. it was the hair metal was kind of sex drugs and rock and roll mm. really because thrash was more associated with it. so you had like 19 i think it was 1982 don't quote me on this because i might be wrong 1982 metallica come forward with their album kill em all and allegedly that was a kind of fuck you to the hair metal lot i'm not sure if it 100 was but like saying phrases like kill em all 
and then you had bands like exodus you had bands like slayer coming forward which was so horrific and terrifying to those like christians that um yeah thrash metal people were thinking right those people are definitely becoming killers to be fair i think it was a mix of both because when you look at um when you look at like the bands that cropped up at that time twisted sister Def Leppard, stuff like that. Mm. They were penalised a lot for their lyrics and people would play their songs backwards and we'll get into it in a minute. Um, But it was just anybody who made music that wasn't happy pop was just, you're a Satanist because you like different things to us and you wear skinny jeans. (laughs) You're not not singing, I think we're alone now. You've got to be like... (laughs) Yeah, you support (laughs) everyone in the 80s is like, what the fuck is this? Um, I know. So... In the 80s, kind of one of the biggest things surrounding Satanic Panic was PMRC. Do you guys know what that is? Do tell. Isn't no. it Parents? Parents yeah. Music, Music Research yeah, Centre. So it was an organisation um, led by a group of, uh, I'm pretty sure they were wives of Washington politicians. I could be wrong there. You can yell at me. But they were like these women in politics, kind of. Not like figures but they were like married to people who were into politics and they created this organization to criticize it's like a committee to criticize and create laws about certain songs they didn't deem acceptable because they thought they were all linked to satanism and sex and drugs and rock and roll and think about the children wow and this i think were they who was it who was responsible for the just say no do you remember that well, of course you don't remember that. Um, when I say, do you remember that? <laughs> I guess I was just talking to myself. Um, but there was like a whole just say no um, thing. By the way, this series I googled isn't we did months of research. We are talking to somebody right now who's talking to us about something that they didn't live through. And they've just Googled it for like an hour. This is what we have to do. We have to Google a topic and try and find info. So if you think Yasmin has said anything wrong, feel free to get into a discussion with us i did ask my mum and dad who were like in their 20s and 30s in the 80s my dad's response was yeah there was serial killers about but like i was too busy like dealing with racism and i was like fair enough dad fair enough enough. my mum was my mum was like i kind of liked bowie he was all right i was like you got anything else to say mum no i was too busy raising kids and i was like oh fair enough mum fair enough so what i'm saying is don't come for yasmin otherwise i might come for you because it's just come not cool. for me come for me honestly no don't come for yasmin just be nice I'm, explain I'm if you if satanic you... panic god no i'm kidding okay so yeah so this there was a lot of like parents wanting to make like they had really strong voices they were like really controlling over teenagers and i feel like that stopped now since the internet because you can't yeah. control shit now with the internet but back then parents were fucking controlling i'll never forget when i was a kid and um, there was this kid who um took ecstasy and um died basically took the drug ecstasy and died i think this is like in the maybe the 90s um and she was called leah betts and in the uk all they did was show us this picture of this dead kid who took ecstasy in a club and drank herself to death to try and stop us to take in drugs what, they actually showed you a picture of yes they showed us dead... like, some dark shit in schools what and it was all fuck? in association with her mum I might have made that up in my mind that they showed that dead body, but in my head they did. I can't remember whether they just showed a smiling. Let me Do search think, it. Yeah, that's really weird because 
Imagine if the mum was like, you know what, yeah, here's a picture of my dead kid, send that around the school, like show that in blooming assembly, do you know what I mean? Hey, you want to see my dead kid? Here you go. Like, like show and tell with the dead kid, it's well weird. <laughs> if, is it just me? Is anyone... Um, so Leah Betts was a student in Essex um, and in 1995 she turned 18 um, and at some point during the night she took ecstasy tablet and yeah, died and it was... It was everywhere. So if you remember, if you remember that, or if it's just me, uh, send in a message. Let us know. So like the whole thing with satanic panic is anything that was scary or anything that people didn't understand, especially like Christians didn't understand. They'd call it Satanism. They'd be like, I don't understand why you're wearing those shoes. That's Satanism. You're wearing a tie yeah. with your thing. Oh, that's Satanism. Like you could breathe the wrong way, and they'd be like, Are you breathing the breath of Satan? So empowering. Okay, so um, moving on to your next part that you found. Yes, so I, I dug a bit deeper into PMR, PMRC and um, found the issues that they had and the bands that they had issues with. Because so, this actually escalated into a court hearing where like a few artists had to come down and be like, my music is not satanic, freedom of speech and leave me the fuck alone. Um, so the issues they had were with album covers. So in the 70s to 80s, a lot of metal bands had very, you know, pushing the boundaries with album covers, a lot of imagery of the devil and some weird shit. You know, Iron Maiden album covers are a great example of that. Um, a lot of the written lyrics in these songs, talking about sex, drugs and rock and roll. Motley Crue are a great example of, you know, the sex, drugs and rock and roll lifestyle in their lyrics. And then subliminal messages, which is the funniest one I've found. So... They had this idea, like this group, PMRC, that bands were putting subliminal messages in their music and when you played it backwards, it would say something about the devils. What kind of artists did they think, what kind of artists did they think were like hiding messages? The biggest one I could find was Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. They thought when wow. you played that backwards, you'd get this kind of unmasked, they called it backwards masking. Um, it was meant to have some subliminal messages about the devil. It's so weird. Someone actually wrote a book called Backward Masking, Unmasked, Backward Satanic Messages of Rock and Roll. It's called Jacob Aranza. I think that's his name. And he sold it in churches. Um, and they almost proposed a bill in 1982 wow. that you had to say if your songs had backward masking in them. That's how bad it got. And that was 1971, Stairway to Heaven was released. Do you know what, though? People like talking about it. It was fun. It was fun to be like... I have um, images of death tattooed all over my arms. It doesn't mean I actually want people to die or myself to die or anyone else to die. Like, I'm just obsessed. And you know this, listening to this, otherwise you wouldn't be into alternative culture. And I don't think they really understood that at the time. And now, I criticised at the time because I was like, no one understands, no one understands. And now I'm like, oh, God. Stop understanding. Kim Kardashian, I know where what you want, but God, not a cannibal corpse t-shirt. Like, <laughs> no, I know. Now it's almost like people get it too much. You're like, what did, what why is everyone embracing this thing? Stop it. I liked when everyone hated my culture. Now everyone loves alternative so culture. I wanna know when it went from everyone thinks everything is satanic to actually it's not that bad. Do you know I that? think it was kind of the two thousands because mm. Like rock music didn't necessarily like die in the two thousands. It just went to other places. Satanic Panic has never died, yeah. mind you. It's just because like alternative culture has become more popular, mm-hmm. but Christians still hate it. But in the two thousands, you had like pop punk and new metal, but that kind of fizzled out a bit. So I think it was the Christ- internet. 
Yeah. I think it was the internet because it made people more like people only knew their little village and their little friends and you kind of had a small life. And then the internet made you this global person, even if you haven't left your village. And so it, it took the edge off everything and like things just changed. Um, yeah, I think that had a big part of it. Cause I remember like, um, have you ever heard of the West Memphis three? Yes, so this was something oh, else that inspired. Yeah, that's something else that inspired like the satanic panic and all this kind of panic. It was the the West Memphis Free trial where they were. I think they were wrongly accused, right? So it was on May fifth, nineteen ninety three, um, and three eight year old boys, Steve Branch, Michael Moore, and Christopher Byers, were reported missing in West Memphis, Arkansas, and so they started a search for these kids, but they basically decided that they'd been killed by the local rockers essentially because these guys used to wear metallica t-shirts and things like that and one of these guys wasn't the brightest spark he um his mental age wasn't the same age as he should have been or or um his age would reflect and so he was bullied into they were bullied into um this this kid was basically pushed by the police these guys got put in jail they got put on death row in isolation for years and then loads of celebrities i think it was around 2010 started talking about it and people like johnny depp were really vocal there's loads more information on that that's just off the top of my head i'd have to do a bit more um research into it but basically they got put in jail because they wore metallica t-shirts yeah and it was linked to satanism and everyone thought they were saying fucking insane and you know what as well it was telly as well like there was this whole thing and i kind of missed this as well where um and some of the older shows still do it and it was this thing where if you saw a metalhead they were going to be the serial killer in the show and they'd always be killing people whilst listening to heavy music and sometimes yeah they'd be listening to it would be something like pierce the veil and you'd be like what <laughs> hail mary what are you doing forgive me stab 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 there was one yeah with, i think it was criminal it was maybe it was criminal minds and they had bear tooth and ha! I was like, I was like, I can't imagine apart from Yasmin. Um, I was like, a Yasmin serial would murderer. kill someone listening to Beartooth, definitely. <laughs> listening to Beartooth, hilarious. Um, yeah, so that was the whole thing. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, just um, so that was another thing to inspire Satanic Panic. But um, like the big climax of this in PMR, PMRC, I can't say that. The Parent Music Research Centre was um, they had a list called their Filthy Fifteen. And it was a list of 15 songs that should be banned, that should be prosecuted. The worst songs ever. Don't ever let your children listen oh to them. Oh, God. I it would be I'm funny ready. Oh, God. Let me know. If we went through it and tried to guess why they were so obscene. Okay, let's, okay. let's go. So, first one is Prince with Darling Nikki. Oh, you know why really? That would be obscene. Why? Because apparently it talks about sex and masturbation. So, in the song, it's oh, this. Yeah. He describes the woman. Like masturbating or some shit, and um, oh parents. yeah, women can't masturbate. So another one on the list is Judas Priest's "Eat Me Alive." Why do you think that is on the list? I mean, "Eat Me Alive." Yeah, which is what it says on the tin, really. Yeah, sex and violence. Then we've got Motley Crue with "Bastard." <laughs> yeah, well, any yeah. guess yeah. what? <laughs> on yeah. the tin. Violence and obscene language. We've got ACDC's "Let Me Put My Love Into You." Wow, for sex. <laughs> Fun fact as well, um, ACDC had to come out and say, our name is not an anagram for something satanic. Like, that was another thing as well. 
that was wow. happening in the 80s. A lot of bands <laughs> like Kiss, ACDC, or like small names were like, this is an abbreviation for something satanic. It's not. It's literally not. Mad. Wow. Because like, A, ACDC's name came from a sewing machine, which um, <laughs> uh, his sister had, had ACDC current on it. So what morons they didn't know. And uh. also, what was it? What was the ACDC song that you said? Uh, let me put, put my love, love into you. Yeah, that so sounds right. like that sounds like when a parent is trying to explain to a child how babies are made. Daddy puts his love into mummy, <laughs> and then into mummy's tummy, and a baby is made. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, they were so backwards. They were so backwards. There's some more. Twisted Sisters. We're not going to take it. Was down there for violence. Madonna's dress you up was on there for sex. Really. Yeah, so this Leopard. wasn't just rock. This wasn't no, just rock. No, there was um, Cindy Lauper was also on there as well, along with Madonna and Wasp. But uh, Def Leppard was on there for High and Dry Saturday Night. Black Sabbath on there for Trashed, which was because of drugs and alcohol. And then Venom were on there for Possessed, which they thought was an occult song about demons. And if you listen to it, you would get possessed. <gasps> wow. <gasps> So, yeah, Do you know what? It's, I this is why, and um, I don't endorse him now, obviously, but this is why I got into Marilyn Manson, because Ugh. Marilyn Manson was the um, example of satanic panic for people who were growing up in like the what the early noughties. Yeah, because yeah. parents were afraid of him and didn't understand him. But the peak of the PMRC as well was the trial where they basically went to court and were like please explain why these songs are satanic and Dee Snyder gave this iconic speech about freedom of speech and how the government's getting too much involved with music and how artists need to have their own artistic freedom also there was Frank Zappa and John Denver and the result of all of this satanic panic in the 80s and 90s was the parental advisory stickers that you get oh, on albums oh yeah yeah that was P- PMRC that's that, that is the only thing they did wow <laughs> yeah yeah do you know what as well another band that always used to get um accused of all of that kind of stuff back in the day um released in 2001 i believe was drowning pool bodies yeah <gasps> let the, the bodies hit the floor and like <gasps> and that was a song that they wrote about a mosh pit but then obviously people took it and turned it into death a lot of killers actually were obsessed with that song yeah because like going into the 90s and the 2000s because satanic panic peaked in the 80s and 90s but when i googled it i found out that it never really ends vox wrote a really good article about and why it's never going to end because people are crazy but um 90s to 2000s you had the columbine shooting which was blamed on marilyn manson yeah. um i can't remember what other shooting was blamed on drowning uh drowning oh. was the arizona shooting which i believe was in 2011 but also in 2003 um when joshua cookie murdered his parents while playing with bodies um and yeah drowning pool had to go they were like they were really upset by it every time yeah. you hear something like that though don't you think like every time you hear the song you're like oh my god like somebody was murdered to this song does it not freak you out no. a little bit does it not well now i can't fucking listen to these songs sorry because you ruined it for me <laughs> but um yeah, even going into the 2010s though, like Suicide Season by Bring Me The Horizon got a bit of kickback because it features a woman who's been disemboweled on the cover mm. holding her guts and the song's called Suicide Season. Um, 
in the 2010s though you had the rise of christian mums against metal facebook groups which is just so funny <laughs> there was also a lot of christian metal and rock like christian rock was huge um and artists like paramore were quite like they were always being asked are you a christian rock band because a lot of them in that time were really like whoa Paramore Christian rock? Well, no, because what they used to say is that they were Christians, but they weren't writing particularly Christian rock. Williams is like a massive Christian, isn't she? What the fuck? No. Did you not know this? No. Okay. No. What? Same with like Flyleaf. I didn't know that All Around Me was a song about God. Oh my God. (laughs) Like Christian (laughs) rock bands ruled in that that time. Same Um, with Skillet as well. Oh my God. Yeah, there were loads of bands. Thousand Foot Crutch is another one. Switchfoot, Skillet, P.O.D., Flyleaf. August Burns Red. August Mm -hmm. Burns Red. Yeah, there were loads and loads and loads of Christian... um, rock bands i think it just shocks us i mean christianity is definitely like huge here like church struggles to separate from state in the uk because it's been so long but like in america i think it's just like christianity and this is nothing against christians but it's on another level like they take it they take it to a whole new level of intense it's kind of scary so when i when we look at these bands i think it shocks us because we're not used to it because britain now is quite secular i think whereas america isn't as secular as we think when you say that, because um, when I, I would have thought that satanic panic was over, it's done. Nope, no. Nope. What makes it you lives, think it's not? It's not done. It lives on to this day, but it's come in all new shapes and forms. So, um, ironically though, it's still rock and metal that's being penalised, and black artists. A lot of black artists were penalised by satanic panic, like Prince, for example, simply because they were not your clean cut white like poster boys who like the beach boys we're like oh we make happy music we love women yay the beach Um, boys are the worst example because when you think of the beach boys you know one of them like was in cahoots with Mm -hmm. charles manson to the point that some of the one of the beach boys songs is 100 percent a charles manson song and they used to hang out at each other's house get this so i don't know if this is true because it was on wikipedia so i could be wrong (laughs) but guess who funded pmrc Cause beer and Mike Love of the Beach Boys. There you go. Like what? But anyway, that's another thing. But um, so for example, in modern day, an idea of Satanic Panic would be uh, Lil Nas X when he released Call Me by Your Name, and he was the devil's. No, he was. Yeah, I guess that was strip dancing down to heaven. Uh, No, down to hell. He was strip dancing down to hell, and then he like. I think he fucked the devil or something. I can't remember what happened in the music video, but there was a lot of imagery of the devil and him being naked. And everyone thought that because he's a gay black man, because I've other people do this in their songs and they don't get penalised, I'm certain it's because he is a gay black man. Everyone was like, oh, Satan, oh, little Nazi. Yeah, but I just think that was just people not being comfortable with the video. I don't think that was people saying, oh my God, Satan's here. I feel like people just hated on him. Also the like putting his own like he went far. He went He went in yeah. he was essentially he is a pop artist who did like that country ish song. And I'm then take my horse to the road. Um and then he went he skipped like fucking Pierce the Veil, Bring Me the Horizon, he skipped all those bands and went straight to Cannibal Corpse Slayer level fuckery. But yeah, that's all I had for Satanic Panic. That's where we are now. People are panicking over Little Narsex, 
making satanic shoes and writing songs about wasn't there a thing about he put some of his blood in the shoes or something yeah, yeah so he released a shoe and he put some blood in it and it had like satanic imagery i thought that was sick i wanted some but and um, then he got really angry that tony hawk did it with um with a skateboard and that there wasn't the uproar with tony hawk's skateboard and i was like yeah that's because tony hawk is a in the rock world He's mm-hmm. not a number one selling artist. Um, and num- and he didn't do travels around schools. Like, I think Lil Nas X did shows in schools, which makes He did. He played Old Town Road in schools. Exactly. So that was a kid's... He's like, he was like a kid's... And it was like Barney, the purple dinosaur, coming forward and going, I'm a fucking Satanist, and I want to dance on the devil's that. cock. Pay, like, I would pay to see that. I would pay to see that. It was like Coco Melon turning into some weird... <laughs> like, and I think that's okay. Melon, okay. That's why people got pissed off with Lil Nas X. But Tony Hawk looks Nas like X. someone's dad. I love Lil Nas X. I'll defend that man. Yeah, yeah I'm not. I'm not coming for him. I'm just saying Good. I can see why people were. Not that I will ever defend the Christians, but I can see why they came from. So rounding off in Satanic Panic. Yeah. And I googled Satanic Panic episode. I loved it. What do you think people? What do you think people are going to panic about next? Your lot. Fucking TikTok. Yeah. It's already yeah. happening. Everything, isn't it? You just panic and moan about everything. But I don't think we'll ever panic because millennials, hi, we're the generation who never want to grow old. So we still yeah. dress like we did when we were teenagers. We, um, we're called the Peter Pan generation. So we still think like, and this happens to me with you guys all the time. I'm like, yeah, sure, I'm, I'm friends with you guys. Um, and then I realise, oh no, I'm. I hear you say shit, and I'm like, no, I'm definitely older than you. Um, and I forget that sometimes. And I think that's that. So I don't think my generation's gonna panic in the same way. And I, I mean, I don't know if I don't know. I wonder whether Gen Zs are the next generation to have a panic about their kids when you they start think happening. That, but I'm convinced millennials are going to find something to panic about and Gen Zs, like I said, are going to become the ger- generation of psychopathic serial killers. No, we're too busy trying no. to join you guys. We're too busy, like, trying to pretend we're still young. I know. You're too busy trying to be like, I'm down with the kids, hashtag 90s kids, just 90s kids things. And it's like, ma'am, ma'am, you're about to hit 40, ma'am. Stop Look it. how we came on hard on TikTok. We came on in hard on TikTok during lockdown. We're like, we're like, you want to create a space? We're coming for it too. We're joining too. It's gonna be interesting. I think people are gonna panic over TikTok next. Honestly, I think social media is gonna be the next thing people panic over, like satanic panic over something. I don't. What know. about cookies and stuff? When your phone brings up stuff, we still panicking about that. When you talk about something, can you get an ad up? for it are people still moaning about that satanic cookies your alexa is still listening to you and can like hear your thoughts say that word she starts shouting at me (laughs) alexa (laughs) luckily i've got headphones on oh fuck mine's never mind (laughs) shit i'll tell you what though do you remember when when the alexas went nuts and started laughing randomly i'll never that's terrifying they started laughing randomly um do you know what i think the new panic is right completely honest here right are you ready for the new panic go on okay the new panic and we don't realize it because we are in the opposing side and we're in it are the people who are scared of vaccines the people who don't believe in climate change and but they're wrong they're the ones in the wrong like the christians were in the wrong with satanic panic and i feel like that is what's happening 
I almost knocked my desk over. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Yes. All the people who yeah. were like, the the earth is flat. Um, and and like, yeah, vaccines. They cha- I saw a thing where it said vaccines change your DNA. And like, they ca- they literally cannot change your DNA. I know. People are fucking stupid. But I tell you what, that, that checks out as well. Because the people who would have believed in satanic panic would be... No, the people yes. who would believe in vaccines were around for satanic panic. Like, it's people who were from the 70s and 80s they're, they're still alive they're the ones being like vaccines are evil i feel really bad i was in camden the other day and this woman had a vaccine sign and she was like don't get vaccines they kill your kids or some shit like that or it was uh, stop vaccines protect kids and i laughed at it and then she looked at me and she was like don't you care about the children and i looked her dead in the eye and went nah fuck them kids and walked away <laughs> wow if anyone doesn't care about the children it's her jesus christ it was so funny. The look on her face as well. She was like, oh. she didn't even say anything. And Pat was like, don't do that. We're in public. I was like, nah, it's funny. It's funny to make anti-vaxxers mad. I live for it. Do you know I'm who we should do a deep dive it. on? Who? Kat Von D. That would be really oh. good. That would be really, really good. There's so much to unpack. Oh, she got bought out of her own makeup brand. Did you know that? Because uh, they, yeah. they, they had to get, get rid of her. Rid. She was cancelled like... so hard. Her own brand cancelled her. Sorry, Kat Von D. When you're ready to tell us the truth, we're here. She thinks, they well, that's what they call themselves now, truth seekers. So they're not Sorry, conspiracy what? theorists. They call themselves truth seekers. should have we were anti-vaxxers to get her on the podcast. Oh, I don't think I could, I don't think I could do it. So this week's words of wisdom from me are, get vaccinated. I have lived in Africa. I've seen kids with polio. You lucky fucking shit that you've even got access to vaccines. Take it. That was a bit. That, that was, was a lot. That, that was, was a lot. I'm sorry, I came for you. I'm true, though, true. Feeling stabby right. today. Feeling stabby. Okay. Alex, what about you? I would say words of wisdom are. <laughs> I, do you know what my favourite part about this bit is? Is the way. <laughs> Both of you do this. Is where you can't think of words of wisdom, so you just say the first bit really slowly. Let's try it. I make it up as I go along. Words. It's like you know Zootropolis with the, with the with the sloth. That speaks yeah, really that's that me. That's that okay. me. Okay, I would say if you have a kid and they want to believe in the devil, as long as they're happy, let them do it. Okay. My words of wisdom are kind of similar. It's Satanism promotes consent and respecting yourself. So you know what? Maybe Satanism's the way for me. That's my words of wisdom. I've just realised something. What? You know the way I get really angry at people for always borrowing from the alternative community? Mm. Technically, technically, I wear upside down crosses and stuff, but I'm not a Satanist. Because I don't believe cultural appropriation. Oh, am I appro- Are we as rockers appropriating? Oh no, because we invented Satanism. I don't know, but no, because I fuck with Satanism. You know what? I read for this episode. I read the the whatever Satanic Bible, and I actually kind of fuck with some you of the. Read, you did yeah, not how, read the how, entire. How, the whole I read the Satanic Bible. Bible. The ho- I fucking. Slaps. How many pages is it? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I watched like a brief. Someone on YouTube was like, Here's "Oh, there the, we go." Oh, so you watched the video, it. You didn't read it. You're, you're that person that turns up to do the school project, and it's like, "Oh, Pride and Prejudice." Ah, oh, watch the film. I watched the film. In <laughs> it, I watched the film, man. I researched Wait, all I wanna, about hold it. On. Satanic Bible. I read the entire yeah. book on Blink. film, man. <laughs> I interviewed the entire cast. I uh, know. I just watched a documentary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. great. 
We got caught in a blag. That's Gen Z. Do you know what? That's Gen Z through and through. Blagging shit. Gen Z I good blagging shit. I wish I could I wish, I wish I had that. <sighs> Can we yeah. end this episode now before you guys bully me? <laughs> Anymore. I'm fed up. <laughs> I read the entire Bible. <laughs> No, the way you said it with such conviction, I read the entire Bible before this episode. Yeah, but I actually like... skimmed through some pages. I just can't be fucking asked to read the whole thing. It's long. I was reading it. And I was like, yeah, this is a bit there much. Go. I've got like 20 song. minutes. Yeah. Let me song. go watch the YouTube. But I do fuck with some of the beliefs of just Satanism in general. So be a Satanist. Do drugs. Yeah, no, no, do not do drugs. Oh, for fuck's sake. Be a Satanist. Don't do drugs. Maybe... Yellow. How did it turn out for a little peep and little Zan or whatever he was called? Little Don't bring him world. into this. Yeah, but he's got a point. How did it turn out for them? Don't do drugs, kids. Just don't do them. No, he didn't. He didn't do drugs. No, he didn't. It wasn't drugs that killed him. Who? Juice Lucy. World. No, uh, Juice World. Listen, we're not going to get into that because he only did it because the police were trying to get him, so we had to swallow them all. Oh Jesus Christ! You've been on TikTok too long, my friend. I have. Don't bring my mans into this. I'll get so defensive over them. I would die for both of them. Anyway, end of the episode. Bye, guys. Wait, no. Wait. Wait, socials. Um, Lil Peep died by accidental overdose. Yeah. And and l- listen. And so but- did. And so just don't do drugs because it doesn't end too well. Because anyway. Um, if you want to follow us on our socials, you can follow us at We Wear Black Pod. On Twitter and Instagram, you can email us. We wear blackpod at gmail.com. You can follow me at Yasmin Suman on Instagram and at Yasmin Suman X on Twitter and TikTok. Yeah. I am. So if you want to follow me, it's at I am Sophie K on Instagram and Twitter. At I am Sophie K X on TikTok. I'm at Alex Holcomb on Instagram and Twitter and at Alex Plays Punk on TikTok. If you don't hear for us, from us next week, it's because we've killed each other. Bye. <laughs> No one would hear if I killed you guys because I have watched enough stuff to hide the bodies forever. Just make it quick. Thanks. I'd make a TikTok like killing my friends. <laughs> Step one. YOLO. Battery acid. <laughs> Step two. Be a good quick bodies. transition. Like click, click. Oh, look. Swipe. Yeah. <laughs> Another limb gone. I would. I probably would. I probably would. Okay. Bye, everyone. TikTok of my death. Bye. Bye. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.